Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. And I am Cedius. And again, we are joined by Brienne. Hello! So, uh, recording session number two, still at Omega Spring. And uh, we're doing two other bottles, as per our usual. Tonight we've got the, uh, the Glen Grant 10 and the Isle of Jura Prophecy. Prophecy! I'm really excited about the Jura. I see booze in my future. <laughs> I it's got an eyeball. That's awesome. Like the owl behind us. <laughs> you should. Do you guys put show links on? Because that owl should totally go there. Uh, yeah, we're really, really bad about yeah. doing that sort of. Like, we link to other people's stuff fairly well. Yeah. Really, really bad about putting up pictures. I, I don't like have that. a camera, and I don't know how to get things off of my phone. I'll see about taking a picture, and then we can maybe maybe start a new tradition. Okay. I, I still have the pictures from when Don and Bob were uh, were on the show, and Don's those like faces in the the, the, the cup. That's pretty humorous. And someday, 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 it will be on the web. Someday, someday, someday. All right. Actually, so, it'd probably be easier for me to link it to the Facebook group than anything else. At this point, <laughs> yeah, it probably would be better. Oh, by the way, the spammers found us again. I've got something like forty comments I need to get rid of. Woo! Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, but you don't. True, <laughs> I've never actually noticed. So, <laughs> but do they like our page before they spam? No. That's well, the then they're just the post. They, 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 they just comment and try to sell us things. You don't see, but if they liked our page, that would be, we'd, we'd be more accepting. <laughs> yes, that's right, because seriously, nobody notices. <laughs> well, they'd have to like us on Facebook, and I have to wonder if the new string of comments of things isn't coming from Facebook. The problem is they're commenting on episodes that are like pre-Facebook going up. So, oh, you mean on the real website? Yeah, I mean oh, the real website. They like try to tell no, you about I'm, how I'm, awesome I mean, their spam sunglasses comments are. on the Facebook or on, or on, on the post, <laughs> not not finding the Facebook. I get I get a ton of uh, advertisements from somebody selling Oakley sunglasses for some reason, and I, I try you know I, I block the IP and all that, and they get new ones and. You just gotta block the whole uh, the whole block. Yeah, actually, I actually I have I turned off the pinbacks or whatever on the comments, so it just allows comments so they're like full mm-hmm. comments, which is harder for the spams to to get to. But once they have your website, they can just troll. Well, I figure if I ever need to find out about penile extensions, mm-hmm. that's the only way I'm gonna know. Right. Right. Yeah, this is true. Um, I'd just like to point out that tonight is is a special occasion. Uh, this is the first time I've been at OmegaCon on a Saturday and not drunk. So okay. I stayed I stayed sober for the podcast wow. because last night I know we had some pretty horrendous scotch, but I don't remember a whole lot other than that. Well, then that's um, good for you, probably. Yeah, so it's probably good that I so missed that So let's get one. her drunk. <laughs> let's give her her scotch. Now we can yes. because I've been waiting. I've been waiting to drink. So. All right. Yeah, I, I passed up. I passed up some seventeen-year-old uh, um, tasty stuff. That's, well, what's wrong with you? I didn't want to. Yeah, no, I didn't want to. Didn't want to uh-huh. like uh-huh. bias my taste yet. I also who, turned who, that scotch down. Oh, I would have told you after I had some. Oh. <laughs> I mean, nobody, nobody has tasty scotch except for you guys. Well, I, I know Peter's got a bottle in the Dura sitting next to him as he's building a Lego yeah. firefly. But yeah. 
Yeah, this is the kind of fun things that happen in Omega Spring, people. You should you should uh, register next year and, and bring scotch. And bring scotch. scotch. Come hang out with us, yeah. Yeah. We're bring okay scotch, you probably get on the show. Just saying. And you can have a s'more. Yes. Mm-hmm. The fire master uh, is being dragged away from his fire early. Burning things. Mm-hmm. This has got a nice, uh, nice smoky smell to it. <laughs> That's neat. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is going to be the thing. Parent and I might be throwing the curves. I, well, I was down there too, and I was on the, I was on the the, the, the smoky side of it, but no, that is nice. I like. That. Yeah, but like I'm not smoke. crazy, right? It, it, there really no, is. There, is, there is some smoke, uh, and I'm getting smoke, and there's a sweetness. Mm. Yeah, I'm mm. getting. I'm thinking it's vanilla. A, yeah, maybe a little bit of vanilla. I'm thinking I, I, I smell an apple in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's definitely an apple. Some kind of Johnny Appleseed or something. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To clarify for Brienne's yeah, fuzzy I know, look. What's going on. Okay, so the in joke is typically when when we smell some sort of white fruit, an apple, or a pear. Be- up a name. Because I actually know the different kinds of apples because I eat apples on a regular basis uh-huh. as part as my fruit for my diet. I pretend um, they're made up so I just make up names. I say a real well, name is... and then he comes up with some bullshit thing and he just <laughs> This is a this is a, a Timmy handsome apple. Nice, nice. Smells a little bit more like purple snorker. Yeah. Yeah maybe I'm not getting purple snorker. I'm getting I'm, I'm maybe maybe kind of a a green snorker. <laughs> It's early in the season for purple. <laughs> careful, right. careful, or I'm going to go surly furious on you. You're going to give me beer? Yeah. I actually like I'll beer. give you a fat tire. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be the beer bottle of the skull. But, yeah, I'm not getting any more on, on the nose than, than vanilla, white fruit, probably an apple, and, and the smoke. And I'm not going to identify the apple. Out of protest. <laughs> <laughs> I get some... I get some smoke. I get, I get a decent amount of salt. It's not horrible. It's not foghorny, but uh, I'd say it's. A, I'm getting a little, a little more salt than I prefer. Not bad. Just there's some salt. It's not, it's mm. not brulotti. No, no. It's not the space side, but uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna agree there. There's smoke that's, and salt. That's what I get mostly. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed. Not. I regret having. This drink, but um, I was I was somehow expecting slightly more because from I know from the nose. Yeah, I, I think I think maybe once we uh, once we, we wet it down, with just a touch. Well, I was getting a little bit more in the finish again too. The the vanilla comes back. I did not get that, but I, I didn't either. Well, you guys are rushing a little bit too, I think. But no, I I swirled it around in my mouth. I I gave it a good fair. A fair dinkum. Yeah, I did. I like it. It's it's light. It's uh, yeah. It's definitely a light palette. The smoke goes away a lot in the after after it's wet. It's not as strong as I usually like it. Like you know when you drink a scotch and you you're like I'm good for maybe about you know a minute before mm-hmm. I need another sip. Mm-hmm. This I could chug this a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I actually there have been. So you're this is the one we're going to use to get you drunk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually like a little bit of a burn mm-hmm. yeah. for my scotch. It it yeah. tells me that I'm drinking a scotch, yeah. among other things, it, as opposed to if it has no burn, I'm I'm like, is this what what Have what's you, wrong with it? Fruity drink. Mm-hmm. Well, no, don't get me wrong. 
there nothing beats being on a on a cruise ship with a plastic coconut oh. that that is called like a purple flamingo. Oh yeah, that you can just and, that you can just guzzle like like a Long Island, and you're just like, oh yeah, I can just drink these forever. And Sex on the beach. Whatever. That's a good cruise ship drink. I, I go on Disney cruises as often as I can actually go on Disney cruises, and they usually have a different flower and and bird related. Mm-hmm. rum drink every day and I usually try and make it my goal to have said flower bird rum drink yeah 10% rum 90% sugar for those usually yeah it's alright <laughs> it's, it's all part of the experience yeah it makes you feel like a drunk it, need, again. it needs to be in a plastic uh, coconut a colorful plastic coconut uh, with an um, umbrella or a sword, maybe, or I'm 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 not that picky. Okay, I can go right. with the I can go either direction. Um, wet. I'm getting the salt. The salt's coming out with the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely still smoky. See, I lost the smoke. Yeah, I lost a lot of the smoke. Um, I mean, I got some other smell, but I've been nosing it so much. I've lost. I've lost everything. So I'm gonna. Really, I'm gonna. Yeah. Which I, one is this again? This is the. Well, okay. Oh, who knows? The smoke uh, was not lost. Uh, it was the Grant. Okay. Now, now I have to, I have to say, I'm, I am contractually required to, to have a, a bonus on my score of this, uh, given that the original uh, distiller owners are probably related to my wife. Okay. She is a clan Grant from Grant, Granton on Spey, hmm. and uh, since this is Glenn Grant. Clan loyalty. Yeah. I don't think they own it. Not not anymore. The original... That's Yeah, that's possible. Because I think these are... Yeah, this is the Rothus... I, you know, with the... I like it a little more. wetter, I'm... I'm, I'm trying to... Uh, the fruit really disappeared. Yeah. Uh, see, that's all I get is the, is the fruit. See, I... I the vanilla are, are all... See, I the know. vanilla is still there. The fruit has kind of gone away for me. I don't like it with the water. I would take this neat. But everything goes away except the salt. The smoke is barely there. When I nod in agreement, that's good radio, right? Yeah, yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect radio. There, 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 there's still a sweetness on the palate, but yeah, it, it. This is something you could just knock back. So if you're looking to get drunk, on yeah. scotch, but still, but still have a good single malt, because I, I would, I think this is an okay single malt. I'm, I mean, I'm not so quite. Need for sure, it's an okay single malt. This is one that I would not be upset at myself for making um, a godfather out of, which eventually I'm going to see if I can convince the boys to do a scotch mixed drinks, and for that we will get a blend to not waste single malt. Oh, uh, I know. I've got, uh, I've got those, uh, those bottles of Glen Murray. Or we could use that. I mean, um, because, you know... It's I, cheap. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, it was $17 um, for, the, for that bottle and the two glasses. So, you know, we know I bought it for the two glasses, and it was 15% off. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, is, this is why we go big shopping in November. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah to, to, to remind people, I know I mentioned The Godfather before. It's two parts scotch and one part amaretto. And this would actually work really well for that. Um, it, it wouldn't leave a lot of the scotch flavor behind, but... With the right amaretto, this would work. I wouldn't want to use DeSarno because that's a little too overpowering. But if you wanted to use some, you know, a cheaper one like a, a like mm-hmm. a Phillips or a Gianelli amaretto, that would work really, really well. But that's slightly off topic for this show, and I'm the only mm-hmm. one who still has any scotch left. So the yeah, rest we, we slammed it back because we wanted to 
So the rest of you can start with the score. Mm -hmm. Or, well, actually, don't. Someone's got to read things first. Oh, I suppose. I suppose. Oh, do you want to do the pretentious read? I do. You have I a pretentious voice? I, well, I can, let's see. I want. To, I think I can do this. All right. I'm feeling fairly confident sure. about this. All right. Feeling pretentious. She, she, she brought I away on the show. She, she, she totally did. Okay. James Grant, the major, was only 25 when he inherited the Glen Grant Distillery in Roth's... I need help from me. In... Yeah. Roth's... Roth's Speyside. Speyside. A forward-thinking and unconventional man, the major, personally designed the innovative tall slender stills with unique purifiers to achieve his vision of a seductively smooth, fruity, rich, superior single malt. Glen Grant, 10-year-old, displays a rich golden barley color it does, uh, with a balanced medium-dry bouquet. This superb single malt offers a clean, fruity palette with a long, delicate, nutty finish. That's just Ooh. wacky. Yeah. <laughs> those stills, let me tell you, those, those stills are hot. I'm, I'm, the I'm, slender, seductive stills. <laughs> slender. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not getting the nuttiness. And, uh, I, I like nut, and there was no nut there. Yeah, you do like the nut. <laughs> Sigh. Can I see the bottle? Please hand me the bottle. That's excellent radio. Thank you. I Thank know. you, sir. Oh, it even says it on the we'll front. It's seductively smooth, fruity, and rich. Good to know. Yeah. And on the front of the bottle are J and J Grant of Glen Grant Distillery. Uh, both of them are dressed as ponces. <laughs> All right. Good That's to know. That's the technical term. Yes. I thought the technical term was ponce fuck. Um, oh, and it's nice. The They've replicated piece. all the words <laughs> from their box on the bottle, in case you forgot to read it before you threw the box away. Well, and or those before the store threw the box away. Well, yeah, because yeah. that happens. And this is a, you know, I will say this. This is a ten-year. For a ten-year, that was a reasonably complex taste. I mean, it wasn't rough. It wasn't. I wouldn't ever describe it as complex, but for a tenure, it wasn't. Um, it, it, had a, it had a couple notes, and, and, it and they weren't bad. Right, and it didn't taste like shoe. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes, it did not taste like shoe. That's a. It's, I don't have that many standards, but that is one of them. Did it taste like shoe? Yes. Then I have a problem. These things kind of failed it. Yes, it did. Yeah. There was a bit of shoe <laughs> present in the Deanston. Oh, the tinfoil doesn't pay up too much on the mic. Oh, I totally is going to. Yeah. Okay, Dave, I'm just checking. I was just looking at the, at the, you know, the thing. Dick. All right. But I was just, it, it just be your pardon, pardon my my Do reach. It. Yeah, I, I was slightly less prepared today. I didn't get the cheese out on there the table. There was drinking and gaming to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, I mean, there, there, Super Mario World today. There, 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 there was a <laughs> yes. fire to, mm-hmm, to get going. I mean, I, I took it from zero to ninety-six. Ninety-six. Yeah. There are 96 levels. There are 96 exits in Super Mario World. And so to get all of them, you have to get every single exit in every single world, mm-hmm. including all of the secret ones. I did it in the first try. I was, I was this, pretty... This disturbs me. I'm impressed, but disturbed. I'm not surprised. I, I started it at like 11.30, and I was done by 6. And... That's not even counting the times that I, you know, the, the, the time that I took to, to run in the nom suite and grab more food or grab more drink or grab more drink or... I, I seriously, I started drinking at like two, so... <laughs> well, 
I did I did start earlier than that, but it was cider. Yeah, no, that's all I've been so drinking. So that's really not. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. Cider doesn't it. really count as alcohol, does it? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I was really tempted to do a Johnny Jump Up or three, but I didn't. Yeah, I can't say anything. I I, I still play Legend of Zelda once a year in two hours, start to finish, to make nice. sure I still can. But we need to score this puppy. Yeah. So, Perrin, uh, why don't we start with you, since you already said you're going to be biased. Huh. Well, yes. Um, were I unbiased, I would go slightly below a three. It was not quite, quite there yet, but certainly not anything I feel disappointed in. But since it's a Glenn Grant, I'm going to have to go 3.2. All right. I'm going to say basically the same thing that Perrin did, except I don't have to have a bias, so I'm going to go with 2.8. <laughs> that seems about right. <laughs> and uh, in terms of things, I uh, am going to have to agree with uh, what's been said already. And again, I, I, I don't have a bias. And I'm a l- going to be a little harsher on this one. I'm going to give it a 275. You fiend! I know. The Russian judge today. I was actually going to say, um, so Glenn Levitt, 12 years, my 2.5, my middle of the road... Three, three. Is this three? Yeah, because it's one and five. One to five, three. Yep. So, so I'm going to put this slightly below that at a two point eight. Yep. So we're all pretty much on the same page, except for a bias. So now I was speaking uh, to I think it was Eric downstairs earlier, um, who works with merch, and that is Eric, right? I can't remember names. Yes. Okay. Um, He had the Glenn Grant thirty six. Uh, recently uh, as a treat to himself for his birthday. And he really, really liked it. And then he tried the 16 and thought that was still pretty good. This was uh, which distillery? Uh, the Glen Grant. The Glen Grant, okay. Mm-hmm. So he, he says he's never had the 10, but the 16 was, was worthwhile. So I'm, I'm interested to see what another six years mm-hmm. will do with it. So I, well, I, I we'll, we'll make a point down on the show again eventually. Yeah, I think another six years. You, yeah, you, know, what, you know what we should do at some point is have a show of at least either two ages for two, two yes. different distilleries, or if we could swing it, four either ages or versions of one. We, we, we pondered that at one point, and we realized that it might be too much of the same thing in a night. You hear the same tasting notes over and over yep. again, and it would simply just... So, so I would say that you do two two of two different ones. So you do it like the 10 and the 16, or the... the some, uh, you know. Right. We can still consider it. We've got, we've got quite the, the selection. We could do, especially Belvini. I was going to say, we could do a pair of... We could do the, both of Belvini 12 and do, 17 double woods. We could do comparison. the double woods, single barrel... Although mine's getting pretty low. Well, uh, we've done we've done both single barrels though. So well, we have, but we could do a nice compare. Like, well, I suppose we've done the the single barrels side by side even. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could do the double woods, and I've got the port wood. Are you familiar with what a single barrel is? Since education is part of our con- our calling. I yeah. not nearly as much as I could be. Uh, well, the single barrel is when the bottle is entirely taken from a single barrel. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fairly straightforward. But usually, if you're drinking, it is a single malt of a single age. That does mean it's all coming from barrels which were laid down at the same time. But it is usually multiple barrels. And I don't mean inst- at the same instant. But they're all, like, if you're, well, all right. Is that blended then? No. no. Blended okay. would be, blended is normally different distilleries. Oh. Or different, yeah. uh, it could be the same 
distillery, but then very different approaches to the. See, like with a with a normal with a normal single malt, what you're going to get is you're going to get the master distiller. He's going to take a whole bunch of the barrels and he's going to taste a bunch of them. He's going to mix them together to see what kind of taste he wants to put out with what he's got. And then they're going to mix together in the proportions they want of all the different barrels together. And so an age statement, when it says 10-year on it, that means that the youngest scotch in there is 10 years old. So technically, that's why I was stopping myself. Technically, it does not mean that all of them are 10-year barrels, but they also don't tend to go... Well, well, we'll just put a little bit of 10-year in there, and the rest will be 16, because the older, they can charge more for older, right. and they're not crazy. Right. But, but, they may, but they may throw a little bit of 16 in there to smooth it out, just, mm-hmm. to, just to make the taste that they want to present. And doing that can make a huge difference in something, and that's why you get some, sometimes you get a little bit more complex flavor. And sometimes that's why you get stuff that tastes like piss. Yep. And in a single barrel, as, as we discovered back in episode five. Um, <laughs> what episode the, are we at now? Thirty-two, Dave. Thank you for catching the segue. Um, get that fucking thing out of the way. All right. Um, with a single barrel, because it's coming out of just one barrel, that barrel can make all the difference. So the Belvini 15-year, I had one that was... Um, he picked up because mine was so good. Yeah, his was very good. Oh, it was it's fantastic. It's beautiful. Lovely. Super mine tasty. was aged six months longer than his. And a cat peed in it. <laughs> it was <quite laughs> yeah, it was it was not nearly as good. I think we scored his at an average of like three, three seven or something. three eight, and we scored mine at around a two four. Yeah. And the only difference was six months and a different barrel? Yep. Yeah, different barrel. His was aged a little bit longer. Okay. And that's that's all it took. And from the other Balvinis I've had, I fear that his is the abnormal barrel. Oh, no. And we'll see. I mean, we'll, we've not done any other Balvinis on the show. And, I'm and trying. This deep <laughs> end of the show, considering they've got a number of expressions, we really should get more Balvinis on here. We've done a bunch of Lafroig, we've done a bunch of Brulati, we really let the Balvini go because... I have a bias against it, and, and I, I can't only do that. really liked my single barrel too. Yeah, so and so, I've got and I've got a. Did we, did we not do the twenty one portwood? I have a twenty. Oh, we may have we may have done the twenty one portwood. I take that back. So we might have done two on the ship. But but there's a fourteen year Caribbean cask. There's two double woods. There's two single woods. I, I have to say I enjoyed Belvin. Yeah. So you know. That, that, that being said, at least someone on the panel will... <laughs> yeah, I will look forward to it. I may regret it, but I'll look forward to it. <laughs> so so you, we might have a pair of Russian judges for that show when we get around to it. But, uh, <laughs> but Dave's going to get the other pour going, and I'm going to remind him that he needs to dig out the question that he had last night. Oh, I remember it. Okay, good. Because it's a, it's a good one. Are we doing this now? Oh, that's up to you. All right. What's the most valuable thing you've ever thrown away? Accidentally or on purpose? Either or. And they will get the four those, are, those are different stories. Ah, well, you're welcome to tell both because since we're doing the question now, that leaves us a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Although that's time away from drinking other things or doing other things, but you know, it's it's a story. It's a story. Stories are stories. I know the one thing that I get teased at the most for losing, uh, which would be the accidental throwing away two Letterman jackets in high school. I lost. Which isn't really valuable. Yours or yours? And, things, mine. Okay. That that my parents had purchased. So that's the thing that was scarred into me as a child. 
the, the shame over losing those two things. Um, the most valuable thing mm. I've ever lost would be thrown away. thrown away would be a job. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely said. Uh, I left my uh, I left my uh, dislike of a supervisor caused me to get fired for insubordination. Nice. And uh, I rarely say that I would do things over in life because I think that it's all valuable experience and it all takes you to unique places. But you do that I one. Might, I might do that one over again. But I don't know. I don't know. I've thought about it a lot because I don't know if I'd be here in the cities. It was in a different place. So who knows? Um, I to answer your question specifically, I really haven't thrown anything away that had. I mean, I'm a little bit Abe, a little bit of a pack rat. And B, I am unaware of having thrown anything away, at least that I remember, that I, like, said, oh, that had value that, you know, more than any other, like, that was a dollar fifty, <laughs> You know, uh, the, the closest I think it would come to that is I had, when I was moving from San Diego to the Twin Cities or cleaning out various stuff I had there, um, I had a lot of vinyl that I couldn't bring with me. Mm-hmm. And so I had to go through, pick out the ones that I, I really cared about. And I don't think there was anything particularly valuable in the rest, but that was had the most value of something. I mean, I, I guess I got like 10 bucks for it at the used record store, sure. but I don't count that as like the equivalent of the value it was to me. Right. I really don't have a good answer for this because my parent, I, I'm much like, you know, I'm a pack rat by nature. And I'm also, I was told that at one point in time in the group of friends that Dave and I share, uh, I I was often referred to as Shylock. Um, (laughs) I I get my pound of flesh, I find the value in things, and I make sure I get my value. And therefore, I can't say I've knowingly thrown anything of value away. So the closest I can probably say is a friendship over some sort of petty nonsense. Um... But I, I figure I'm trying to think of a, you know, a good example of a friend that, that has been the case. I know they've existed, but mm-hmm. most of them have been so long ago that I don't even, you know, their value has diminished the longer I've been away. They were more valuable at the time than they are now. But I would have to say probably a friendship or two. I'm trying to figure out if uh, which car is the most valuable. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, when I in my in my young my youth in my youth. I, uh, I I managed to murder a car for. <laughs> um, one caught fire. Um, one uh, natural causes, like they do in in, <laughs> in my garage. Oh dear! It was suicide. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not exactly sure what happened, but it was. Uh, we're lucky the house didn't go up while we were sleeping in a closed garage. So, um, and I had another car that uh, the transmission fell out of, another one that, and I have no idea what happened to these cars, I just left them on them. You were just, they were fine when you left. No, I just left them somewhere. <laughs> oh, like, here. Like, uh, Got it. Um, I mean, my, the one that started on fire in my garage, uh, that one we had towed away, mm-hmm. but uh, um, I left one in a parking lot at a, at a gas station, I, I drove one to my work and I just left it there. I have no idea where these things went. 
Um, but then on the other hand, um, last uh, or a year and a half ago, my parents were, were moving and uh, I, uh, I managed to throw away three and a half long dumpsters full of their shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that might be the most valuable crap that I've you were, thrown. You were, you were throwing your parents away and didn't have me rummage through it first? Yeah, I did not. Have no, you. Shylock, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, it, was all done, it was all done in a, in a two and a half week period of time, and uh, it was a fight to get anything thrown away. And uh, I, I had to tell my mom that I would burn down her house after she died if uh, <laughs> if, if I saw some of this shit creep back in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm noting for myself never let him drive my car. <laughs> <laughs> so I already knew that. You know, I'm I'm sorry to say, I'm having trouble getting any nose. Oh, I'm getting a beautiful peat smell off of this. Mm-hmm. Thing. There's definitely peat. I'm loving this, the, the nose on this. This is going to be one of those. Yeah, I think this is this is one that's likely going to be a little rough on the palate. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great piece. This is one of those that I love the smell of, and I know that personally is not one of mine. Okay. I'm not well, a huge fan of, of very peaty things, but uh, it's I, a beautiful smell. I could just leave this sitting out on my kitchen table. Mm, I'm enjoying it, and now I'm I, my nose must have just shut off because now I'm getting it clearly. But I will say this: I'm not getting much beyond that. It's it's a pretty big peat mm. smell, and I'm see. I, I can't. This has got a nice peaty taste. I can't. I can't describe it any other way beyond the peat. It smells like a jura. That's mm. I've had a couple of juras before, and this this definitely is in their wheelhouse. This is this is a very very nicely peated. This is a sipper. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This yeah. is this is a sip. Ooh, this is a it's sip like a liquid smoke. It's amazing. I know. I know. Mm. Yeah. And we were we were just that talking. Smoke really hits the finish. We were talking to some people downstairs um, earlier. She just was. Oh. Who said that they uh, they were not big fans of this? So mm-hmm. we we already had our expectations a little bit low. Mm-hmm. So. That um, can I see the box for just a sec? I'm not no not reading the the notes or anything, but I wanted to check. It's all right. I'm gonna let you read it. Forty. Anyway, so. Oh, okay. Forty forty six percent. So yeah, it's a little. I, I, oh wow! I'm okay. The the letters were were at an odd angle, and mm-hmm. so it makes much more sense to read limited annual release. Than limited anal release. Wow, that was well. I really didn't believe what I had just read, which is Mm -hmm. why I kept going. Okay, yeah, I'm not not getting that in the smell or the taste. Yeah, I'm not not getting any anal release. (laughs) Although I I do have to say, when you have something that is a limited annual release, is it really that limited? (laughs) We release this much every year, year after year. Here's the way Jura does her thing. There's they have a line that's the, the prophecy, the superstition, and I, I can't think of what the third one is in the line, and they rotate which one is up at any given point in time, and that's where the annual release thing comes. Um, so it, this one's available for the couple of months around November. I see. That's when I bought it. The superstition was actually out of stock, but they still had some, and so I was able to get some okay. for, for back in October when we had it on the show. Before parent joins permanently, um, but yeah, that that that's what that's about. Um, and that's another word that's you know in the same ilk as superstition and prophecy. I just can't 
trying to like me come up with what it is. Probably right on the box. Oh, hush. So, so there, uh, I'm looking to see if there's tasting notes, because there's, there's a, uh, an entire thing about the Isle of Jura, a close-knit and small and close-knit community of less than 200. Um, they love, an, uh, united by the island we love and the warmth of its people, because from where I've looked at where Jura is, there's no warmth coming out of the North Sea. <laughs> yeah, they they um, got a huddle. But uh, as far as tasting notes go... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come up with some more oh, flavor should. I'm sure we, we should do... We should do uh, and the water, of course. Well, well Dave, Dave's moved out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, did we Grant talk much about the taste other than... Oh, it's 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 a nice peaty. It's, very, it's very aggressively peaty. It's fairly strong. I didn't get much on a finish. No, I, it, it goes, I'm Pete. Hi. See, the, 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 the finish yeah, made it back to smoke, and I got a little yeah. bit of an orange in the palate. Mm. The, 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 there's a slight sweetness to it, and I'm definitely going... I'm getting some orange. sort of citrus on, on the nose with, the, with it wet. Yeah, it's orange. I'm just telling you right now. It's like a... Don't go there, Dave. Grasshopper. God damn it. <laughs> See, I, I, I wasn't going to do like heirloom or navel or anything on this one. I was just going to say orange. Fucker. All right. That's... <laughs> something that rhymes the with the flavor. Well, no, it can't be orange since nothing <laughs> rhymes with orange. <laughs> 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 well, so that's what bitter looks like. <laughs> I will throw things at you. This one, it's not one that I would buy for myself because I'm not a huge peat fan. Oh, the peat mellows nicely. It comes more on the mm-hmm. more on the smoky finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very, very smoky. Yeah, the, the 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 nose wet virtually goes away. Well, the peat does kind of disappear, and it just kind of get a. And I made the mistake of glancing as I was looking to see uh, where the the strength was. I saw something that indicates a taste, so I'm not sure if I'm getting it from that or not. But I I do see what they they note that there's cinnamon, and I have to say as I'm on the finish, there's a spice. Yeah, I it's definitely sure it, there's definitely, and I can see the cinnamon in it. It reminds me a bit yeah. of uh, cinnamon schnapps. I mean, not mm. not yeah. the overall yeah, flavor, that, yeah, but yeah, now yeah. that I was thinking that, I'm like, yeah, that's yep. the kind of flavor you get in cinnamon schnapps, where cinnamon al- a cinnamon alcohol yeah. combination exists. Yeah, and that's in the finish. Yeah, yeah the, the the orange has kind of gone away for me with it. Where it's, uh, I'm definitely getting the cinnamon in the finish. I'm gonna shoot for the palate again here and see if I get anything. Yeah, it's it's all the cinnamon now. It's cinnamon and just just the lightest hint of smoke. A little bit of peat. Tell me it tastes like oregano. That's it. It tastes like oregano. No. It does! It tastes like oregano! No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, and I have no idea of knowing now if it's the power suggestion or not, but I swear I can taste the cinnamon in here. But yeah, I, a, I would not have I, I, identified it as that. In addition to the that. cinnamon, I'm getting like it's the lightest hint of clove, too, but that might just be me. I will say I think this would go really well with a uh, the jar special mm-hmm. to, to to pair with a, a tobacco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this would be a good cigar smoking. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the island has one pub, one road, and one distillery. Only one distillery. I you know I you know, I, uh, I used to live up in Lindstrom and they had or Chicago, and uh, 
There were three bars in no grocery store. <laughs> well, I will say this. The box for the Jura is the most wordy box I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's, has... It's walls of text. Yes. Um, does the bottle have... You read the you read uh, the here, box, we, so here we go. Yes, no, no. I'll read no. the bottle. <clears throat> In the early night... This, this will be a bit lengthy, but it does tell the story of why it's prophecy. In the early 19, early 1700s, the Campbells of Jura ev evicted a wise old seer, blessed with the ability to foresee the future. Bristling with resentment, she prophesied that when the last Campbell left the island, he would be one-eyed, and his belongings would be carried in a cart drawn by a white horse. Dun, dun, dun! Over time, the story became legend, and the prophecy drifted from memory. Until 1938, when Charles Campbell, blind in one eye from the Great War, fell on hard times. It was a cold, unforgiving morning when he made his way to the old pier for the last time. That day, the sound of the cart on the track could be heard for miles. Alan McDonald, witness to the legend. Ooh, that was scary. We should have done this one for Halloween. <laughs> Meticulously crafted from a selection of the finest and rarest aged Jura single malt whiskeys, prophecy is a profoundly peated spirit. Peat smoke, fresh cinnamon, and spicy sea spray lead the first assault. Finally, the tarry bonfire notes give way to the hints of soft licorice and nut. Bottled in a traditional style without chill filtration to preserve the true character and deliver an authentic taste of 1938. As such, you may detect a gentle haze. This is perfectly natural and does not affect the essence of the spirit. Oh, maybe. Why not try the other expressions of the Isle of Courage? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Actually, no, no. They have a grid. Peated, unpeated, light and delicate, heavy and rich. We are drinking in the heavy, rich, peated quadrant. Superstition is in the light, delicate, peated quadrant. Origin tenure, or Ioyo, depending on the font, is in the unpeated, light and delicate or boring, <laughs> and the Dirac's own 16-year-old is in the rich, heavy, unpeated. So, well, there you go. I want to try that one, the, the 16. What I was going to say is I would maybe give it the nut bang. There's definitely no licorice there, because I would I hate it a lot more if there was licorice. Yeah, I'm not seeing a haze either, or tasting a haze, for that matter. Tasted haze all through my mind. Is it purple? Um, yeah, oh, we have nor, nor do I have tarry bonfire notes. Yeah. I think that's I, no, a smoke. Yeah. smoke but well, smoke, it, it talks about... No, Perrin no, knows tarry bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> it talks true. about peat smoke and other things, and I'm just like, you know, I'm not sure tarry bonfire encourages me to drink something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there's not a lot on, on, on the bottle here, but I'll, I'll read what we've got. Distilled and bottled in Scotland, the Isle of Jura Distillery Company Limited... Craig has I love your own. something something letters in Scotland. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's like wow. on the bottle. That's right. sold. I didn't want to buy it. That, 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 that was worth the time. And, and an eye. <laughs> Don't forget the an giant eye. golden eye. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna take a picture. I have of a it. picture. We're gonna. The, uh, that's gonna, that's gonna end up on the web. Can... <laughs> you know, I will say that was the most entertaining 
um, completely unconnected story that I've ever read on a bottle or box of single malt scotch. Uh, I, 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 does it? The the the, the, the Dalmore story of why they yeah. carry the stag on their yep. on their bottle is is kind of pretentious. Yeah, I've read I've read many a pretentious story. I don't know which one I could say is the the best. He often the cuts the stories and, and cuts right to the notes sometimes because I, it's because it works. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I just read the whole damn bottle because it's <laughs> fun. As soon as I start seeing something about a a wise old seer who was oh, evicted God, from the island, I'm like, this is gold. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see the historical documents that that's recorded in. Oh wait, story, story. Yeah. The man had one eye. How can you possibly argue with that? I'm like, the morning, the, you know, when they get into the detail of the cold, dark morning, I'm like, really? Stop it. Stop. Dear diary, today right. was cold and dark. <laughs> and I saw what I met on a horse leaving the dock. The end. <laughs> I should tell the Isle of Jura distillery. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did this strike you? Uh, the big branch of joy or a tiny little pine cone of disappointment so what i like about it is it's uh it's stronger mm-hmm. so this is something that i will drink all night you know i will i will take a shot of this maybe even a double shot mm-hmm. and i think someone said it with a cigar it would be awesome this would be really great um again though pete is not my not my thing it's not the it's, it's not your bag right so give it a number. Ay, ay, ay. I, I feel like my personal uh, uh, non-preference for Pete's is going to bias it, but I'm going to have to say I would... I'll give us a flat three. I liked it. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I mean, like, I originally had high hopes for it, and then we, then we heard some, some negative Nancys downstairs who uh, made me think I wasn't going to like it. So I'm not sure if I like it more because I thought I wasn't going to like it or if it really was just pretty decent. But it's still just kind of a one note, but it's a note that I like. I'm going to give it a 3.5. That's a little bit more generous than I'm going to give it. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.3. Three. I, I, did it, I did care for it. Um, the, the peatiness was nice. Um, the cinnamon finish was surprising and not unpleasant. And I don't usually go in for the spicier finishes, so so that was that was a good thing for me. Um, I liked Jura in terms of well, not not heavily liked, but Jura as, as a distillery has done me has done me well. So I uh, was taking the negative Nancys downstairs with a grain of salt. Uh, so I, I I think it turned out all right. Um, I, I have mixed feelings. I like me some good peat. Uh, that was pleasant. I liked the upfront on it. I found the finish a little disappointing. Um, the the cinnamon was good, or the the spiciness of it, but it it didn't make my finish smile as much as I wanted. So all things said, I think I'm just going to land on a three. Okay. Happily drink it again. Not going out of my way. Excuse me, going out of my way to drink it again. Pleasantly adequate. GWG, go with guest. <laughs> so now, the special moment for, for this particular show is because Bree did bid her way onto the show. Mm-hmm. And part of the auction process was that she got to choose one of the bottles in the recording sessions to which she was uh, a part to take with her. 
Now, you scored the Jura the highest, but you seemed to kind of favor the Glen Grant in terms of, of what you want to drink. The time for choosing is now. Uh, I, I I know you're not going to pick the Deanston that you bought. <laughs> no, no, it was a gift. I wouldn't dream. Yeah. <laughs> you are too kind. <laughs> and, and, and and the Glen Scotia, you, you did okay with. You, you, you were the lowest rating of that one, but it, we were all pretty much an average on that one. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. I, I feel like the Jura is the highest quality, and I like that it, I could drink it a lot, and it's not something that I would uh, buy for myself, so surprisingly, I think I'll probably go with the Jura. All right. Yeah. All right. Then box up the Jura for the lady. Plus, it's got a big eye on the box. It totally does. It is pretty. It'll look good on a shelf. Yeah. My that bottle of scotch is staring at me. <laughs> it says, drink, I must drink, drink it. Yeah. Drink Punish me. it. Enjoy your Jura. Thank so, you. So, uh, I, I have a thought for the toast for, for this tonight, but Dave has decided to get up and wander away for a moment. So yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to get a picture of our uh, of our guest with her bottle. Oh, all right then. Because that's a that can be a thing. Well, you, 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 you can do that thing after we do the toast, sir. All right. Because I want to close this out. Yeah, so, we can do that. Yep. Yeah. So... To guests who bend their way on the show, and the enjoyment we have having them as the guest. Here, here. Oh to the slasher.